Cash Color Camp is a high level of conversation on LiveHipHopDaily.tv. I actually got a surprise guest with me. I wasn't even expecting this so much I didn't have my mic out. <laughs> but I have a legend in the building. Um, Mia X. Mia, what's up? What's happening? Hey, man, look, man, I ain't even going to speak too long because I know you got a bunch of stuff going on today. But you are in the city of Atlanta and you got this book right here, Things. My, Mia X, Things my, my Grandmama Told Me, Things My Grandmama Showed Me. Yeah. Uh, speak to us about your cookbook and what made you want to put this out. That plate looked good. This is a cookbook memoir. So okay. I'm giving mm. all my tea on top of really dope recipes. Oh. I was in the kitchen with my grandmother since 1975. Oh. So um, it's a memoir from 75 to 2001. So I talk about my music career. Oh, okay. Talk about my experience with motherhood, domestic violence, everything. Everything's in that everything. book. Everything. That's what's up, man. So what, what's, what are some of your favorite recipes, I guess, in this in the book? Well, the gumbo is great. Everything is great. Um and I put some of my favorites in there. Yeah, seventh Boy Shrimp Creole. That sounds good, like right there. Man. Uh-huh, it's big good. Is it big good? I'm talking about big good. <laughs> That's what it is, man. So, what made you? I guess what, at, at this point in your life, what made you want to come out with with the book slash memoir, with the cookbook memoir? It was supposed to come out since 2005. Just oh, okay. keeping it all the way funky. Okay. Um, but it wasn't time. You know, timing is everything. Yes. Now it's time. You know, I, I'm really trying to inspire. Families to cook together. Mm. Stop shopping and getting that fast food. Yeah. Cook and converse. Because my grandmother would get all of the tea from us <laughs> around the table. You were telling us, chop that onion for me. So what's going on in school? Mm. Who are you getting along with? Who you like? And we disconnected from our kids right now. We don't know what's going on with them yeah. and with the relationships that they're having, you know, with their peers You're right it's, it's, You know Sitting down to dinner Was always a good way To actually get to know Your family You yes. know And nowadays You know We spend so much time In front of phones And we barely get a chance To do that Exactly yeah. And we had no phones I'm from the Beeper pay phone era. I'm from the Before Hole came on the phone Oh Yeah I'm from when you had to When you had to Call the operator And tell your operator To interrupt the number and they would say, Mia's on the line. Can you hang up? Because you would get a big, busy signal. So if you was really? calling your boyfriend and the phone was busy, then you have the operator. But God forbid it was his mom on the phone. She's like, tell that little girl don't interrupt my call. <laughs> but I'm from, I'm from that era. <laughs> That's why you are from that era. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm before two-way, before three-way calling, all that. Oh, man. Well, let's, let's, let's talk briefly about the music, about the music game, you know, while, while yeah. we got you here. I, we all know you from No Limit. You know, we all know you from your experience with Master P. We all know you from um, Make Them Say Uh. Just you, you part of very classic, huge moments in music history. Um, how do, tell us a story about how you even connected with Master P. Like, how did that happen? Like, how did P find you? Well, um, he, he came home to visit. Mm-hmm. I had a record. I had moved about um, 29,000 units on it called oh. The Payback. I put it out in 1992. Mm-hmm. And... Um, the record was hot everywhere, yeah. you know, all over the South. And so he was looking for a female artist. And um, I didn't know anything about him. I had never heard his music, didn't know anything about him. You know Master P from the Calio? No, not at all. <laughs> I, had, I, I had never, ever, ever. And I knew so many people in the Calio, but I, I didn't know him. That's crazy. Um, so the thing about it was he said he was going to have the biggest label in the world. It was something about the way he said it. I believed them. And at the time, a couple of major labels was at my neck because I had a big record. 
But it was when he said those words, I was like, I don't know. He probably going to be really hustling to make this happen. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to be a part of creating something. So what I did when we joined forces, I assembled this Southern roster that turned out and gave us everything that we needed to have. Really? Yeah. That's amazing, man. Well, you know, you, you definitely have your major place in music history, especially when it comes to female rappers. Um, do you feel like you actually do get enough credit when it does go down the line, when they do mention some of the legends or some of the people who birthed some of these rappers you're seeing now? Like, do you feel like you get enough credit for that? The only thing I want them to do, um, I don't mind them not putting me in the top categories, mm. but, you know, I, I'm a writer. I wrote all my stuff, mm. and I was ah. a ghost writer for other people. Ah. So what I want them to do is just acknowledge that, yeah. that I pimped my pen. Hey, well, hey, I, I, I ain't mad at you about that, man. You know, being a writer is something to be very proud of. You know, we're, we're in the mix of seeing two people argue about writing right now between Nicki Minaj and Cardi B. Um, how do you feel about, you know, seeing, you know, again, you saw it in the 90s, even with Foxy and Lil' Kim. How do you feel about the industry, you know, when we have a tendency to pit females against each other when it comes to rap? Like, how do you feel about that? And how can we kind of break that cycle? I hate it. Yeah. I really hate it because um, women are so creative. You know, when we talk about uh, rap, Mm -hmm. it is a male-dominated industry. But what what people have to understand is uh, the mother in the house always uh, plays a, a role where she wears many hats. And most of us... We learned how to fight because our mamas told us don't keep no licks. And you learned how to read because your mom was helping you with your homework. You learned how to write. So why wouldn't you feel a female wouldn't be like the dopest rapper ever? Because just think about all that your mom brought to to the table. You know, but um, as as, as far as the beef... I just think we can't fall for the okey-doke. We got to go into this knowing that they'll pit this one against that one. Oh, you know, her legs is prettier. Her ass is bigger. You can't even fall for that because at the end of the day, when we come together collectively, we do dynamic stuff. I mean, look how dope Kim's Ladies Night was. Yeah. You know, so I'm hoping that at some point... All the, all the ladies can just embrace that. We all have something to bring to the table. It may not be uh, just like this one or just like that one, but every contribution is important. I just want them to get that part because I was blessed to be in this game. I put my first record out in 1992. I didn't have a whole lot of foolishness with a lot of women. No. You and, had Foxy Brown on your record. On your, yeah, yeah, on but, a single. Yeah. I had Foxy on my record, but at the same time, I absolutely love and adore Kim as a person because she is a solid person. So, you know, I, I didn't get um like the bad vibes or the bad omens to come in between me and other females. Yeah. It was always a, a situation where it was love. And if it was a problem, see, I don't have a problem picking up the phone if you're not in front of me to say let's get this problem straight yeah. you know I never let other people fuel the fire fuel the fire and make things fester you know I think a lot of times a conversation could kill a whole bunch of stuff true. because of misunderstandings true. you know true true you know and I got a chance to briefly speak to you um, off offline and I know you spoke to me about your, your experience with CBD now yes how did you how, well how does CBD helping you and what made you actually um Approach, what makes you actually step to that as far as um, using medicine-wise? Well, about uh, um, three years ago, I was diagnosed with uterine cancer. Oh. And um, Slim from Cash Money plugged me with Nurse 
a nurse court. Really? It was Slim? Yes. yes. Okay, so he went across. Like, so, so again, we don't have to beef all the time. Slim no, but Slim from Cash Money has running. been one of my best friends for like almost 30 years. Oh. And, and most of the artists from No Limit and Cash Money, you know, we are friends. Whatever CEOs go through when they yeah. have, that's that's their thing. But um, as far as the artists on Cash Money and No Limit, we have always been family. You know, we some of us, we grew up around each other. Myself and Manny, we've been knowing each other since we were seven. Mm. You know, we go from Jones School all the way to high school, you know. So, I mean, a lot of times people fuel fires, but it wasn't nothing with that. We really was family. But anyway, Kim uh, Slim turned me on to this nurse, and she actually made a chemo-grade cannabis herbal for me. Mm. And it helped me because I have tumors from here on down and they get really painful they swell up my legs sometimes where I can't even walk she was like just rub it rub it on you I started to feel way better the pain was going away my stomach was always hurting so at one point smoking wasn't really an option for me because if I cough it would hurt my stomach so that's where the earls came in handy for me um, I feel like I'm alive because of the cannabis earl, not because of the radiation. I feel like I'm alive, you know. Um, I was able to eat. I was able to work. I was able to move around. It just was a lot of things that I saw the change, and I wasn't as drained um, when I was introduced to the CBD. I, I, I just... It was a life-changing experience, and as a matter of fact, um, a, a doctor asked uh, one of the, well, this girl I know, her dad has lung cancer, and said, you need to get you some cannabis oil. And I was like, y'all need to come over here, you know, because it's about saving lives. We're not talking about recreational use. People have to understand that um, not only can you get your vibe on and your eat on and your sex on, you can also get your health on. Oh, I just learned about the sex part, but I've known the health part. No, but I've been knowing about the sex part now. (laughs) (laughs) And wait, wait, I'm later than you. Guess what? What? I I didn't start smoking weed till I was 28, and that was so many man I'm not going to tell you how many decades ago that was did, was it was, did, did no limit introduce you to weed nah cuz none of, nah they don't mystical and 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 uh snoop smoked uh nobody else really nobody and they didn't drink either man, I be so mad at the rappers sometimes man y'all be rapping about stuff you know you don't do nah they they really didn't it wasn't it wasn't um it wasn't a lot of smoking or drinking but the ones who did they yeah. really did you know they they smoked but now my mama you know she smoked all my life my mama was a dread since the 70s too. <laughs> I grew up, you know, with the ganja. My mama said, that's the healing of the nation. And that's what hey. she told my children when they were little. And they say, Mommy, what you smoking? It's the healing of the nation. I'm taking communion right now. <laughs> so that's the way it went. I you love know, Yeah, it's the healing of the nation. I'm taking communion. So I was always um, one with the herb, but I didn't start smoking it until I was 28. And then um, when I got sick, that's when I really learned about the medicinal benefits. And um, I wasn't as nauseous. You know, you have to understand. When you get diagnosed with cancer, 
You are fighting for your life. You are fighting for your mental health. You are fighting for your physical energy. There are so many different um, changes that your body goes through. So if you can eat one day, you're doing good. If you can not throw up all day, you're doing good. And, and I'm going to always advocate for cannabis because I know what it did for me and I'm watching what it's doing for other people. Yo, that's amazing, man. Can we applaud that? That's, that's I'm amazing. Just saying. That's amazing. Well, thank you, Cannabis, for allowing us to have more years with Mia yes, X. Well, now you. we have a cookbook. Um, are we going to see or are we going to hear new music from you anytime soon? Yes, because I am working on a soundtrack to this cookbook because it's a gangster, gangster memoir. <laughs> it's gangster. Okay. <laughs> so okay. it needs some gangster music to go along with it. And you can bring that gangster music with you. I have okay. to. I have to. Have you thought about anybody you want to bring along as far as collaborate with yet? Or have you just, you, is this going to be a, a solo Mia, Mia X project? Well, I'm working on that. Like, um, I'm definitely going to tap the brat on her shoulder because uh -oh. I love her so much. Yeah. Um, and she is just dope. Yes, yes. She is dope. Yes. And I have to shout out a couple of young ladies that I'm really, really loving. Um, my baby, 3D Nati. Oh, Nati. There's another girl you got to go. She's a you bully go on that on mic. Instagram and look at uh, Bricky for president. Girl, look, bully She's on a that bully, mic. too. Bully on that mic. <laughs> we have yeah. some real mic bullies yes. in New Orleans. I'm not going to even lie to y'all. The ladies never got enough credit. Because the guys, you know, the labels bust out and yeah, they were men course. on the labels. But y'all got to hear them ladies from New Orleans. They're not to be played with. Mm, I love your accent. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Mia, thank you for coming through. I don't want to hold you, you up too, too long. So I want you to get to bed and actually catch your flight. Yes. I well, I got a meeting uh, and then and then bed. I don't even think I'm going to bed. Straight to the plane or something. Straight to the plane? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I thank you for making a stop here at Cash Color Cannabis and sharing your story with us. Thank you so much. No, I very much appreciate that. And I, I, I pray that you continue to get better. Um, you know, One day at a time. One day at a time, One man. One day at a time. Well, keep eating that good food. Keep giving us some good music. Keep using that good CBD oil and we're oh, going to see yes more indeed. Your ex, yes sure. indeed and lighten up <laughs> <laughs> tell everybody where they can find you at on, online and how can they get the how can they actually get the book so um you can get the book at my website teamwhipthempots.com team with them pots and and it's not them it's d-e-m them them <laughs> teamwhipthempots.com you can also get the ebook on amazon you can follow me on Instagram at the Mama M A M A Mia X on Twitter, the Real Mia X on Facebook, Mia X. And thank you very much, Mia, thank for coming you. through. And thank that's, you. And that's officially Cash Color Cannabis. A high level of conversation <laughs> on live at <laughs> And we out. See y'all next Tuesday. Thank you.